Welcome to Ridge to Ridge Outdoors podcast. We talk hunting, fishing, camping, and everything in between. Ridge to Ridge Outdoors is based out of Temecula, California, and we want to share the knowledge gained through the ups and downs of Southern California hunting. Through this podcast, we hope to inspire the youth to get outdoors, help fellow hunters find success, and bring awareness to the issues facing our community today. Help us spread the word and get our community on the map for the level of skill and determination it takes our outdoors men and women to get it done in Southern California. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Ridge to Ridge Outdoors. It has been a long time, and just like always, this episode is brought to you in part by Victory Archery, the Carbon Arrow Experts. And right at the top of the show, I just want to give a huge shout out to uh, SD Muley's, San Diego underscore Muley's on uh, Instagram because, man, Travis is doing some work putting out the success stories of Southern California hunters. And kind of with this this episode, it's it's going to be a short one, I'm going to be honest, because one, Brandon and I don't really have too much to, to update you on, but just because of life getting in the way, especially for me, but uh, we'll try to give you a recap of what's going on and what to expect with the podcast in the next couple of episodes. So you guys have probably seen that um, our buddy JP from JP Outdoors got a huge buck out of our spot in, in Southern California. We think it might be the mo- one of the biggest ones in, in taken out of Southern California, period, um, let alone for this year is probably probably at the top for this year, this I'm, season. I'm thinking so. Yeah. Oh, and as always, I'm, I'm this is Patrick, and I'm joined by Brandon B. Judkins across the table from me right um, on. <laughs> just, just in case if you guys forgot what we sound like and i know it's been so long yeah it has been better part of two months it has yeah. it has yeah and uh oh, let me think from from the top we talked about the op- the season opener that was the probably two episodes ago that was uh one of my hunts and then i got out one more time i think after that didn't really do much Right. Um, but Brandon, you've you've been busy, man. You went out to uh, Idaho and met up with our buddy Matt. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so I've had a lot happen. Yeah. A lot happen. Like, um, so to kind of clear it all up, we went to uh, Utah for the elk hunt, me and John did. Yeah. Right? And we talked about that. Yep. So on the way home from that hunt, like my wife literally sent me a text and was like, hey, I want to go on vacation. And I'm like, <laughs> oh man, you know, like my, we haven't been on vacation and I know this is like super first world problems, but we hadn't been together on like a serious vacation in over two years, you know, and she'd been really wanting to go. And I always, always hunt. My wife never says anything about it. Right. So for her to like send it and be serious about it, like, Hey, let's go on vacation. You know, how am I going to say no? I just came out of 10 days in Utah. Right. Like doing my own thing with my buddies, like just forgetting about life and the world, you know what I mean? And, and so she wants to do the same. She works really hard. She's a project manager. Dude, she, to be honest with you, she's busier than I am. Yeah. Like all last year or the beginning of the year, she was running four projects, just working, you know, 12, 14 hour days, going out of town, flying. Yeah. She was never over, home. Never dude. Home. It was crazy. We do podcasts and no one's home except the dog. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, so it was, uh, she deserved it. Right. Mm-hmm. So when, and, and I'm not saying like, I feel like she does it. No, she deserved it. She's earned it. Right. So yeah. she sent me that text and, and we were on our way home and, and I said, I got the time do yeah. it. Right. Like book it. So <laughs> 
you know, she's like, I really want, we were texting his long drive. So she's like, I, I kind of want to go to Italy. And I was like, well, all right, well, what's it going to cost? <laughs> you know, first thing that comes to my mind, you yeah. know, I mean, um, I'm super grateful for what she does and what she does around the house and how hard she works at her job and, you know, the money she brings in and whatnot. And she, she said, we can afford it. I said, perfect. Book it. You yeah. know, I can't even remember when we went. I think we left on like October 2nd yeah, or something. Right. So we yeah. got back from Utah, I think on like the 19th or 20th, yeah. I think. And then it was like, go work, shore everything up, uh, get a bunch of stuff done in the office and off I, off I went. Right. So yeah. we went to Italy. Super fun. Super fun <laughs> yeah. out there, man. It was great, man. We flew Lufthansa. Yeah. Premium economy, bro. Yeah. Not, not the standard economy. Yeah. Not, not cheap tickets either. No. And listen, let me tell you something, man. I felt like that was without a doubt the best plane ride I've ever been on. Yeah. I mean, it was like 12 hours to Munich, Germany. Yeah. And, uh, the, the seats in premium economy, they don't lay flat. Yeah. But they, they They come pretty close, man. Exactly. Like, so I, I slept the entire way. We left LAX at like, I don't know, five 30 at night. And I'm a I'm an early sleeper and an early riser, anyways. So yeah, I mean it's a plane ride. You never get like full sleep. Right? Yeah, you're always in like kind of this weird stasis right. kind of deal. But you could definitely pass some time in that type of sleep that you're able to get if you're able to get comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. So wait, are you talking about you? You guys d- did it on the airplane? Not this one, bro. <laughs> okay. No, man. That was, we went to Hawaii for that, bro. We tore it off. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's another story, you know. But man, I I got some serious sleep oh, over that's there, good. right? Yeah. And then we landed in Munich. Munich, we went to where the Sorrento? No, not Sorrento. Pompe. It's right next to Pompeii. It was uh, Naples. Mm, okay. Is that Naples? I don't know. I think it was Naples. Yeah, I think it was Naples. We flew into. I think. I hope. Either way, uh, we went there and then we went to the Amalfi Coast. Man, the countryside's great. The food's yeah. amazing. It's wild how they build those places on the cliffs. Yep. You know, it's like super clear water. Culture's pretty cool. It's old city, mm-hmm. you know. And then we did a bunch of little mountain towns for the day. And then we went to uh, Sorrento. That was like a modern, I think it was Sorrento. It was like a modern city, mm-hmm. kind of like LA. Yeah. But, you know, real modern, first world-ish, like what you would expect in like, you know, downtown in a nicer spot, right? Yeah, it was gotcha. like super nice. And then we went to Tuscany. Yeah, we went to Tuscany. Yeah, Tuscany was rad. That's where I found out about the pig hunting. And oh, I was really? I was like two weeks shy. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and I What's spoke, the story with that? Well, pig dude, hunt? they have like super they have like boars over there, you know? Yeah. Pigs and you go and you can see it you can see it on like excuse me. You can see it on like the outdoor channel, I'm like, it's called like aim point or whatever it is. Yeah. The dudes out there in Europe, just shooting boars running through the forest. It's like the same thing. So I went and I talked to a ranch. It was super cool, man. The guy's like, yeah, you're, you're kind of early, you know, two weeks or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And he's like, yeah, man, they just throw an aim point, basically an aim point, like a red dot, yeah. a bolt action. And you run out there, dude, and they put you in a stand Yeah, and they, they easy day. Yeah. Boom. Well, you're hitting them on a run. It was really yeah. weird, man. So, I was super bummed I couldn't do that because I would have. I told my chick, you know, it was like a thousand bucks or something. Like yeah. That. I think that's what it was going to cost or whatever. I, I was just like, if we can, if I could do it, I want to do it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm all the way over here. Yeah. You might as well. I might as well do it, you know? And it, I don't know how we would have, but anyway, anyways, 
yeah, I wanted to do it. It didn't end up happening, but, uh, flew home and, and literally flew home on a Friday. Yeah. We flew home. Like we landed in LAX on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, meanwhile, I'd already made plans and that was kind of the toss up with my chick. Uh, I kind of already made plans with Matt to go help him guide yep. up in Idaho. Right. And I was supposed to leave that Saturday. Yeah. So I flew home on a Friday, went home, packed, <laughs> instantly packed, like yeah. just threw all my stuff in a bag, like got my car ready. And I just went, oh man, I need to get my oil changed. <laughs> I mean, I'm running from Temecula yeah. to Idaho, man. It was like a thousand miles. Right. Yep. And, uh, so I tried to get a hold of Matt. There ain't no service out there. So yeah. I, didn't, I couldn't get a hold of him, sending him text, you know, voicemails, whatever. So I figured when he got on the mountain Saturday, he'd get the, get the memo. Right. Yep. I don't know if he did or not. Probably didn't turn his phone. He's bad that way. Anyways, got my oil changed, prepared for the trip, double checked everything. You know, everything was good. Grabbed a gun just in case. Like grab my, my six, five Creedmoor. I, I was actually thinking I'd pick up a deer tag mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe hunt some public land. If we could get the hunters done in time, yep. just go behind the ranch or something. Right. Anyways. So get in the car and go that Sunday, mm-hmm. Sunday morning, 2 AM dude, I'm in the car. Boom. Gone. And, uh, zipping through Vegas, like Temecula to Vegas, like 270 miles or something. Yeah. I don't know, man. I did it in like three and a half hours, bro. Yeah. I'm moving. Dude, I was zipping and I ended up getting to Salt Lake city in nine hours, nine Mm. and some change. Super fast, man. And, uh, I think my total trip was like, I don't know, just under 12 hours or something like that. It was like fast, dude. I averaged like. We're not going to disclose it. I don't want to get a ticket. But uh, <laughs> Statue of limitations, you should be fine. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, I mean, I think I average like 85 miles an hour. Yeah. So there's times I'm zipping at 90-something, mm-hmm. you know. And my little Corolla, she runs good and, and got me there real quick, man. So, dude, that was an amazing trip up there. Uh, we had three hunters in camp and um, for the for the deer hunters, and, and it was it was tough. The, the, one bud, the one guy shot 170-inch deer. Real nice mm. deer, big old three by four, real nice deer. And then the kid, their taxidermist, man, I wish I knew the name. I'd give him a big shout out, dude. They have a big, uh, in Corpus Christi, Texas, there's a big taxidermy shop down there. It's like huge. And the, the original owner, the grandpa, and then the son and the grandson, right? Well, the son couldn't come. So the grandson went with mm-hmm. the grandpa and their friend. So their friend shot like a 170 inch deer, seven, 175. I don't know the total score, but they were saying like, we want 175 or bigger. They're, you know, yeah. they're trophy the, hunters. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, I mean, they, they paid they, for the trip. Right, yeah. exactly. And then the grandpa was like, he's getting older. And he's like, I want 180 inch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was cool, yeah. you know. And then the kid was, the kid, they, they shoot big deer. Mm-hmm. So, and they're big deer that come off this ranch. I mean, I'm talking big deer, man. Archery season, I think, uh. 205 got smoked off holy cow big deer monster yeah i mean there's big deer that come off this ranch so anyways uh uh the grandpa when i first got there the second day i wasn't with him i was with the the younger guy i think his name was anyways uh me and matt were with that guy the younger kid that was there uh the grandson Mm -hmm. and the grandpa had a shot and he took it and um you know Ended up gut shooting it. Yeah. He felt real bad about it. You know, we were looked for it forever. Uh, long story short, that was like two days into it. And, and I was out there for six days. So we, while we were trying to get the grandson on a deer, uh, 
um, we were looking for that deer, looking for magpie birds, all that kind of stuff. We'd go and hunt the same ridge that that deer was on, and we'd just glass the fingers out. Anyways, it was super fun. Never got the grandson a kid, a, a deer. Not that it, we didn't get him on good deer, but they just weren't the caliber he was looking for. So yeah. he chose not to. You know, he he's an accomplished. All these guys are yeah. accomplished hunters, man. It's not like, it's not like me or you or most mm-hmm. of the listeners, man. We shoot a fork and horn, you know. Like, yeah. you get an opportunity, you shoot it. In my eyes, it, for the level that I'm at, yeah. right, and the level you're at, and like I said, the level that the majority of the listeners are probably at. But I'm sure we got listeners out, you know. <laughs> yeah, they don't shoot small deer. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at it as like. I'll shoot a small deer because I don't get very many opportunities a year. Yeah, exactly. In Southern California. Now I go out of state. I would like to shoot a bigger deer, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to go home empty handed either. Exactly. You know? It's so, a trade off. Exactly. Huge you know? trade off. And I haven't been hunting for 20 years either. Yeah. You know, this kid's been hunting his whole life. He's like, I wake up and I got pigs in my front yard. And you yeah. go out, you know, and I mean, I don't know. It's so it's a different way of life, right? Different, different environment. And, and it's just they grew up differently, and the game species is um, like there's a abundant out there, and it's super cool. So uh, <clears throat> he had opportunities; they just weren't the caliber. And man, long story short, me and Matt spent a lot of time behind the glass, had an amazing time. It was fun. I haven't seen that guy since I went up there for turkey hunting, and uh, saw some old friends. And um, I, th- I think I may go up there again, you know, and and do it again, but it's just the camaraderie that I have with Matt and, mm-hmm. and there's some other guys that are in camp that I've known for years. And, uh, man, it's just it's super fun. Right. So after that, I mean, it's like, shit, I don't know, 10 degrees up there, 20 degrees up there. And then you come home. Right. And it's, I got home on, I don't know, like the 15th or something. Like, yeah. I what, think it was like in the eighties or nineties. Yeah. In, and you know as well as I do, it was hot, dude. Yeah, it was super hot. hot. Like last year, mid October, it wasn't this hot. I don't no. think not in our spot because we were down there all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, it just wasn't conducive for good hunting. I think I got back, and me and John right away, we uh, we hit our spot. We went to deer camp, and dude, we, I didn't see anything. Okay, like the first nothing. time I was in nothing, and we hunted like all day. Didn't see anything, and really weird for down there you know mm-hmm. so anyways we uh hunted and took off and it was just super hot and we were both busy and then the, the second time i went down uh with john i saw a doe yeah right just one single doe yeah it was it was one doe so in between the first time i went and the second time i went um a22 is had closed and D16 had fired off just because of the weather and work. I just didn't have the opportunities to get out, to get out right? Mm-hmm. So the opener was hot. You know, everything was hot. And, I, dude, I don't know. I, it's hard. I don't want to make excuses. But I've been super busy. Yeah. Like, super busy for uh, for this time of year, my work. And um, then you tap that with how hot it is, mm-hmm. you know, and... and going out a handful of times and and not seeing anything which is the story of my life but man when i first started out i wouldn't see anything right and then you learn the curve and and not that i got discouraged at all it's just things come up you know it's just been a busy year right between between everything and and uh so essentially i went back in saw a spike right and then uh i went back in again 
saw a doe and I didn't see anything man. Yeah. And I'm like, rifle season's almost over. I took my rifle out a handful of times, man. I saw a couple does, but that that's it, man. Like my season, my rifle season. Darren, so real quick, deer camps, we only run bows out of deer camp. Yep. Right. And it's, it's just, just the logistics of it. That's what we have to run. Yeah. And and we like the challenge of it and it's super cool and it's fun and you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. it's just what we do. But there, I still like hunting with a rifle. Yeah. Like I do. I thoroughly enjoy hunting with a rifle. I, I think it's fun. I got a bunch of money in optics. I love glassing and deer camps more spot and stock, like low lying grounds and, and it's not like you're you throwing up my my twelve by fifties, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's all within a hundred yards or so. And anyways, um so I just it was just a bum season for me and, and I know if I was able to devote more time, but you know, the unfortunate thing with, with going elk hunting and then going to idaho and then going to italy yeah. was i burned up all my time dude yeah exactly I, like sitting here talking to you now i have like a day left yeah maybe you know and i'm hoping that me and you are gonna burn it uh to get out together yep you know and like speaking of time it's just like one of those things that we talked about preseason. like oh you know the, you have to make time if you want it but really like it's there, there's a certain amount of time that you can actually devote to it because your mind has to be there too. Yes, it does. And speaking of that, like, I don't really want to get too deep into my personal situation, but uh, my, one, I haven't had a ton of time, and two, my mind hasn't been near hunting because because of my current situation. Like, I have to devote my, my focus onto something, um, my job, essentially, to make sure I don't die. Right. Yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> and uh, it's the most stressed out I've ever been in my entire life. I, I've told you, but I yeah. haven't told the listeners. Like, that's kind of the biggest thing with me disappearing is, you know, when I get stressed out, I just kind of, you know, I just need to focus on, you know, personal time. Yeah, it's like you go dark. Yeah, that's that's kind of the best way to say it is I go dark, you know. Yeah. Like, I won't do anything. I won't talk to anyone. And... um I think one of the biggest mistakes I made this year was going dark and not instead of going hunting, which I should have done is I just kind of stayed in. Yeah. You getting all lobstered up and and hermited and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but you know, you deal with it in your own ways. And, and you know, I got concerned. I was like, dude, what's going on with my buddy? I I would think I, to be honest, I was thinking I like fucking pissed you off. No. And I'm going, dude, what's going on with my friend? Yeah. You know, like I've, I've talked to Travis SD Muley a handful of times. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, my buddy, man. Like, he's been, like, Travis has been there for me, man. Yeah. Like, I, I've met the guy a handful of times, you know, he's, and I talk to him all the time on the phone. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's a good buddy of mine. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, he's, you know, he's a super cool dude. And I, you know, he's just telling me basically, like, just talking through the whole deal is like, you know, you started something new. Yeah. You know, and you're into what you're doing right now. Yeah. And, it, it is. I don't hold it against you. I don't hold it against you at all, man. I, I've known from the get go that this was going to be tough. I didn't, I, you know, I could tell that it wasn't something you were expecting. Yeah, it definitely wasn't like, to be honest, I thought the stressful part was over when yeah. I graduated. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm not prepared for the situations ahead of me. And right. it's just gotten worse and worse. Right. And, uh, you know, there's just like, we've talked about it off, off mic yeah. and stuff like that. But, um, for you guys who are listening, you know, there's healthy ways to cope with things when you're stressed out. And one of the biggest things that you can do is is talk to the people who are closest to you, even when you feel like you don't want to do right. that. 
because all you do when you 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 run a high stress job is you're you're stressed out at work and then you go home and you hermit up and then guess what your family your friends are all right. like hey what can we do what can we do and like that's the last thing that you want to hear is somebody who just wants to be alone but it's best if you just talk about it that's what michelle told me yeah she goes quit bugging him i'm like <laughs> i gotta hear from him yeah i, I don't I, would, I mean there's been times i text you four times a day yeah like dude patrick you know what's going yeah. on man let's let's get together let's hang out let's hunt whatever yeah. you know and it's just like trying to break the ice to get you to respond yeah but she's like leave him alone yeah he's, he's dealing with it what he's dealing with he's like man he's clearly going through i mean it's not like you're failing at your job you're focusing on your job yeah. and, and you're 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 probably excelling yeah you know you're so committed like this is all your life right now is like yeah you know, your job. And, and I can't blame you for that. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't, I can't say, Hey man, I, you know, I can't get mad that you're not out hunting. Like we started this podcast and it's an outdoors podcast, but you know, life changes and life goes down different directions. And, and it's not that you abandoned the, me and you've had conversations about this. It's not that you've abandoned the podcast. It's yeah, not it's even just, like, it, it's just, you don't a, you're, you're just like hunting. Your yep. mind's gotta be right. Yep. You know, and it, it, there's just tons of stuff. You, to sit here, if for everyone that's listening, man, to sit here and talk in a mic and like have it come out clear and have it come and and flow, it's not. We're conversating, you know. Like it's you don't want to talk about conversing. Yeah, is that like conversing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're conversing. Yeah, yeah, conversing. Yeah, we're conversing, and it's like it's tough to if you're not in it, you don't want to talk. Yeah, exactly. It's the last thing that you yeah. want to do is one talk about. You, you know what's going on that's stressing you out and right. two have it so everyone can listen yeah, exactly <laughs> you know it's like you just want to kick back on your couch and watch netflix yeah you know, and, and honestly that's that's not what a healthy person that's not what's healthy you know right of course there's a time to do that but there's a you it's it's a slippery slope it's like an emotional roller coaster and you have to manage it properly. And one of the biggest things that you can do to manage stress, whether, you know, it's with your family or with your job or whatever it might be is, you know, you have to stick to a strict schedule. Mm -hmm. You have to micromanage your time. And as stressful as that might seem like, Hey, if, if your time management isn't there, um, you're not going to have anything to rely on because you're going to go back to your base instinct of lazy. Yeah. I'm going to hermit. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what's easy, mm -hmm. but doing what's easy isn't, what's best for your mental and physical right. health. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, I apologize to you, Brandon, and to, you know, the everybody who's been rooting for me um, because I kind of let you guys down. And this is a hard thing. It's a hard thing to say. Oh, man, I feel like I see, like, I don't feel like you let me down, man. I feel like, honestly, man, you're my buddy. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like you let me down. I feel like you're just going through a tough time. Yeah. It, but it's, there's, you know, it's for a good reason though. Yeah. Like you're not, listen, you're not going through a tough time to, I don't even want to insult anybody. <laughs> you're not going through a tough time for no reason. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're doing it for reasons that, uh, are benefiting a, the community. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and how aware and how trained you are. Yeah. Right. And, and number two, your own safety. Yeah. So it's not in vain. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you're doing this for a reason for something bigger than you. It is. It really, you're serving yeah. our community. Yeah. You know, and it, it's stressful. It is. And, uh, it's probably, like you said, off mic to me, it's probably going to get worse. Yeah. 
It's going to get but, worse before it gets better. Yeah, but look, man, you can do it. Yeah. You're number one in your academy, bro. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's just one of those things where everybody manages things differently. And uh, I don't think, I don't feel like I managed this situation properly because, dude, I'm, you know, I'm passionate about hunting and I'm passionate about the podcast. I just, oh my gosh, it's like the last thing on my mind when I'm in, you know, when I'm doing my 40 hours a week, right. actually longer than probably closer to 55 to right. a week. Well, when you're, when you're, when your life mellows out and yeah. it gets on a schedule, listen, bro, I talk, I, <laughs> I think about the podcast all the time. <laughs> yeah. I do, but I also have a schedule. Yeah. You know, I, I go to work, I come home, I pet my dog, I mm. run my dog, I go to the gym, you know, I, I do my, you know, I have my schedule. Yeah. And it's like, I have that luxury of thinking about the podcast where you don't, you don't have a schedule. Your schedule changes all the time, dude. Mm -hmm. You were telling me about it. And it's like, you know what, when I was in the field working like all the time, like that was kind of what my schedule was. I had my set schedule and then I didn't know if I was going home. Yeah. You know, I have emergency comes up, leak, digging holes. Hold over. Yeah. Holding over for all types of reasons. You know, I mean, pre-arranged work you sign up for. I dude, It's just insane. Like, so. I know what you're talking about as far as the work hours go. They're, mm-hmm. they're wicked. And then trying to get up, get your, you know, catch up sleep and still trying to function and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's a nightmare. It really is. And, and that alone will make you feel hermity. Yeah. You know, and then you tack on everything else and, you know, in your circumstances, you're still not a hundred percent out of the woods. And until that happens, yeah. You're going to have to deal with it. I have to stay focused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to stay focused. So it's yeah. like, you know, for the listeners, we, we got a bunch of things coming, you know, we, we kind of, you know, we still got another, I don't know, two, three weeks yeah. left of H22. I unfortunately didn't fill my D16 tag. So I'm going to eat at least one tag. Um, I'm going to try to get out tomorrow mm-hmm. at some point and uh, possibly Sunday. I, I mean, duck season fires up. I haven't ran my dog once, you know, my pond's full. So I need to start smacking some ducks. There's just a, a, in my hunting, like hunting life right now, a lot, it's like prime time, you know, I gotta, I gotta fill a deer tag. I feel like filling my deer tags. Number one, Uh um, El Centro's firing off. You know, I want to go down there. I got a bunch of buddies going down there all the time. And it's like, man, like, you know, balancing my work life because it has been hectic you know, and, and trying to fill deer tags in between the time and not being able to get my dog out. Like I feel a little overwhelmed with the hunting season, you know, but I, I'm going to try to fill my, my deer tag. And, and like me and you were talking, I'm hoping I can get you out at least once more. Yeah. You know, next weekend. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Hopefully one more time. Yeah. Hopefully I can get you out at least once, you know, I'd like to get you out more, but whatever we got to do, you know, and, uh, I'm hoping I can get that tag filled. I'm hoping I can get your tag filled. And then, and then just focus on waterfowl, man, mm-hmm. for me, you know? Yeah. And then the, the, the chaos restarts again with yeah. off season. Yeah. But look, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the off season, uh, for you yep. because the off season is going to bring on a whole different, uh, like a whole different light for you. Yeah. Like it's not going to be. The tension isn't going to be there. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to be the standard Patrick. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're not going to have to you know all focused and well you can't focus but yeah. you know what i mean by then hopefully it'll it'll be right i'll, I'll get into a groove yeah you'll have your set schedule yep. be able to do your thing you know and and get back into pt every day yep. well you're still pt every day huh pretty and much you, yeah. you you 
I do I do little things here and there, but yeah. I haven't been out I haven't been out running. I do a you know a standard plyometrics kind of thing. You gain weight a little bit, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Man, it's that that lifestyle, dude. Guess what? Everybody likes to give people in a uniform free food. Do they pay? They give you food? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I wish I. It's got just that, like man. every day, dude. Every day is free food, bill, bro. Damn. Yeah, I know. But on the other side, like sometimes I just eat unhealthy just because it's convenient. Yeah, it is. But wow, that's good. But yeah, man. So like moving forward, guys, um, listen up. We got a bunch of things in the works. You know, I'm I'm talking to a couple guys that have friends that are biologists in uh, wildlife, and I'm trying to get that all lined up. You know, I know mm-hmm. there's a ton of questions out there in regards to our predator issue, uh, the deer herd wildlife management just in general just everything right yeah that's gonna be an awesome one yeah it'll be super cool i i'll be honest with everybody i haven't told a lot of people just a just a couple people in in the circle that i've reached out to scripps research uh facility down there in la jolla Mm -hmm. uh what do they call it birch aquarium yep i've reached out to them and i want to i want to get one of their uh, marine biologist opinions right i don't care what side of the fence they're on like i don't care if they're liberal republican in the middle whatever it doesn't matter i want their view on the ocean's health like yeah. i want to know we have a lot of people in southern california and california in general that live off the water you know yep. commercial fishermen you know uh sportsmen and mm-hmm. women you know go out and fish all the time you know they're, they're, it's a huge population and i want to know what one of their researchers their scientists say about our ocean's health yeah, like I want to know even whatever they have to say. It doesn't. Yeah, even, it doesn't, I don't even care. Yeah, I just want to know. Like, yeah, and give it to us straight. Yeah, and let us get that information out there too for for the layman. Yeah. So I mean, that would be. Wouldn't that be a good one, dude? Heck yeah, it would be. It'd be great. So I've reached out to them. I don't know how far I'm gonna get. Um, I'll continue to probe them, and yeah. hopefully, I can get somebody to come on yeah. know, on an official or unofficial. Yep. Um, manner you know whatever it, mm-hmm. i would like to do it i really would like to get it yeah done. of course you know i want to get a i want to get a fishing game agent on mm-hmm. i really do i'm i'm thinking about this week actually reaching out to him so when uh maybe we can get him on in february or something yeah you know get a get a get a fishing game representative on just to talk and have the listeners shoot questions in and, and get them answered you know because yeah i'll tell you what it's kind of intimidating talking to a fishing game agent yeah because it's like they're the opposite side of the coin, but they're doing the same right. you know, I thing. I feel like, I'll tell you this, I feel like every time I deal with them, bro, I'm always in trouble. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm not in trouble. I don't do it. It's for whatever reason. I just feel like, and you know. Yeah. I, I get you, man. I just, I bird hunt, man. They come up with cool <laughs> shit. Yeah. Hey, man, shoot that bird right there. You know, they're like super cool. But man, I feel like when I'm, when I'm big game hunting. Yeah. Oh, man, I feel like they want to rip my head off. Well, it's the culture in California. Like, to be honest, that's probably yeah. what it is. It's Maybe. like everybody's so anti-hunter in California. Do you yeah. think that any, you know, any uh, any communication with law enforcement in a hunting capacity is like a negative thing? Like, it makes total sense. Yeah. And you know what? There's tons of fishing game agents that do hunt. Mm-hmm. And, and I know they're not bad guys. Yeah, of course. Right? But I've, you know, I've had yeah. run-ins with fishing game, man. They're not yeah. too pleasant. They're like, they're not too pleasant. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've had great ones. And mm-hmm. then I've had some that are like, whoa, dude, like, hey. you're really in my ass yep. for nothing. And literally nothing happened. Yeah. You know? And they, I, they, I could see where they're coming from, though. Like, coming from where I'm I'm at right now, yeah. like, the stress of, like, I get it. hey, you're one dude in the, the entire, you know, know, 
10,000 acres or whatever it is. And Tough then, job, and, dude. And it's guaranteed that the other person has a weapon. It's R- like... I, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I can sympathize with that. Yeah. Without a doubt, I can sympathize with that. It's just... I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just tough. And I, I don't know. I'd love to get... I'd just love to talk to him. Maybe get yeah, the edge off. I would love to talk to him from the law enforcement perspective as That'd well. That'd be great. Yeah. Just to hear that conversation. <laughs> yeah. It'd be awesome. It yeah, really it would. would. You know? So, we, we got big things coming. Uh, we're actually going to get John on... He's going to talk probably our next podcast. Um, he'll talk about his deer yeah. and how it all went down. And uh, I, I told him we need to get that thing scored. Yeah. He's kind of he's weird about getting it scored. He's like, I really don't care. It's just a nice deer to me. It's going to look good on my wall. Like, he hunts for himself. Yeah. 100%. Hunts for himself. Just yeah. like I do. Just like you do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that whole thing. Go back into, I'll shoot a small deer. Don't care. I have yeah. no meat in my freezer right now. And I, <laughs> it, you know, I'm fixing... I'm fixing to have a deer in my freezer. I'm hoping, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I just, I just really want to get one down or get one down and yeah, buck or doe. It don't matter. Legal yeah. deer, man. And that's yep. what I've been telling all my buddies. First legal deer I see, dude. I'm gonna try to thread a thread an arrow through it. Though. Yeah, exactly. It is what it is, and it's crunch uh, time now. It is, man. Oh, and another video. Uh, good buddy Steve. Mm-hmm. He's probably gonna come back on yep. here for. Uh, yep. He so there's been a lot of like discussion. And talk about quality of water at the the wildlife refuges like Worcester and San San Jacinto and and um, ever since those couple podcasts we put out with them we've got a lot of uh, you know just feedback yeah great feedback and and Steve was very welcomed on our podcast on our end and and the the listeners enjoyed it very much so so Steve is you know very involved and after duck season. I think there's a commissioner's meeting or, or something like that in regards to Worcester and the water problem and all that kind of good stuff, right? I think mm-hmm. there's some sort of informational meeting that's going to go down. And he, uh, I reached out to him and, and he agreed. He's like, yeah, man, absolutely. He wants to get onto the podcast and talk about it. Yeah. So that's going to be an amazing podcast too. You yeah. Know? So, Probably going to be another uh, Steve series as they always are. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> man, I, he's just a wealth of knowledge. Man. Yeah, it's like, crazy. It, you know, for the listeners that listen and, and don't, you know, been around a while, I've been hunting a long time. These are issues that you probably already know of or, or have insight in already. Right. But for the guys and gals that don't and haven't been around forever, Uh you know, and, and are getting into this or, or just find it interesting to, to speak to people like that. It's like an eye opening. Exactly. Right. Like it's it's like one of those things where you don't realize it's happening until somebody brings it to the forefront. And that's what we're doing. That's what Steve does is like, Hey, it like, Everyone in the hunting community might know it, but as a as a truth. But hey, guess what? Not everybody knows hunting truths exactly. because the generational gap. Exactly. And you know, he gets on the mic and he can talk, and it, and it's not BS. Yeah. It's real deal. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. You know, there there there's tons of things in the works, and uh, like always, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, anything that we could make this podcast better suggestions you know getting different guests on yeah man reach out to us i know um i know our social media game's been lacking but uh i'm hoping we can get that fixed here pretty quick and and have a presence on social media yeah um you know i I would like to depending on obviously your schedule i I mean i would like to get one or two podcasts out a month Mm -hmm. you know and and have them informational like decent ones and and we got quite a lineup coming so we should be able to yeah we should definitely there's uh there's not really too many things that are 
in the way right now in terms of getting guests on and talking to them. But in terms of hunting, there's not a lot of opportunities left. But we have a ton of opportunities for the podcast, that's for right. sure. We just have the last of December for, for H22. And then, you know, we got bird season, like duck season, waterfowl rolls into January, the end yeah. of January. And, uh, oh, and, and then hopefully Matt can come down here. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's another thing, real quick. <laughs> Bury the lead on I'm that. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually going to, I think I'm actually going to hunt Arizona January with Matt. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm, for an archery over the counter hunt. So that's going to be cool. And if I can line it up right, man, I, I'm telling you, Patrick, I think you should. Just even if it's yeah, even for, for yeah, even if if I can get out there for a couple of yeah, days with you just guys, two days, man, yeah. it'd be great if you could do that just to get out with us. Yeah, we would throw down a podcast right there. Yep, right there. I've, I'm big on. I want to try it so bad as do an infield podcast, man. How cool would that be? I think it'd be cool. I like, think we should try from to do the it. deer camp. I know Gosh, you wanted dude. me to, and and look, dude, I almost took all the stuff up to Idaho when I went to go see Matt to do yeah. one like with that that whole hunting camp up there. Yeah, right, and it just logistically i couldn't get it to happen with put i had my car was full dude yeah like, yeah i, I could take my truck you know yeah. i took my car and there ain't no room in that thing yeah so, i feel you it is what it is but i would like to get one in there too yeah. you know but anyways guys i think that pretty much rounds it out for today we have a bunch of stuff like we said that uh you guys should be looking forward to that we're looking forward to and uh, we hope that your hunting season has been a lot more productive than ours has been and uh, go ahead and check out San Diego underscore Muley's uh, Muley's or Muley. I can I can never remember. I, I always we always say it as SD Muley's. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally it wrong. <laughs> well, I, everybody that listens typically knows. I mean, yeah. I think if you just type it, it's San Diego underscore Muley's with a Y. Yeah, with a M U L E Y S S on the end. There you go. Check them out. Yeah. Subscribe, like. However you guys do that on the social media. Yeah, I'll remember it next time because I always say SD Muley's. I've always said that, <laughs> SD Muley's. You know, I don't go, Travis from SD underscore Muley's. No, that, I just go, man, Travis with SD Muley's. You know, yeah. I, I think everyone that. Yeah, who listens to yeah. this has, has caught it. Right. But I definitely want, you know, to get exposure to him. I mean, he doesn't need any more exposure, let alone he's not looking for exposure. He just wants to make sure the people who put the work in get the congratulations yeah. that he's coming back on too. And he's actually, he wants to do a post hunt podcast like uh, at the end of the season. Yeah. Season recap. Kind yeah. Of deal. Season recap with, and talk about all the good deer that went down and, and all the first timers and, and yeah. just kind of put out, give everyone the kudos that they deserve, you know? Yeah. So that's going to be a super cool podcast too. Yeah, for sure. Right and, on. um, yeah, just check him out. Uh, make sure you guys keep an ear to the ground for some of the stuff that we're going to be uh, coming out with. And uh, once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for supporting, you know, the, the project because we're just two guys trying to get the word out. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Another one. Another one, man. 